At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Everybody, welcome in to my guys in the desert. Stormy Bon and Tony with you live from downtown Las Vegas and Circa Resort and Casino. Happy to be back with you after a long couple of weeks away. Big shout outs to Dave Ross, Daniel Alvari, Femi Bebefe, Dan Leach, everybody who held down the fort for me while I was away. We've got a great hour on tap today. Dr. Terrell Julian, orthopedic surgeon, is going to join us in just a moment to talk through a number of key players that were dealing with injuries coming into this season, what the timelines look like for those players, how it might affect their team. Nick Whalen, NBA editor at Rotowire, is going to be in studio on set with us coming up next segment. Back in his usual Tuesday spot, our guy Johnny Avello, director of sportsbook operations at DraftKings. And then at the end of the hour, we're going to break down every which way you can bet the Major League Baseball All-Star game coming up tonight with the Action Network's BJ Cunningham, which, you know, All-Star break feels like a pretty good place to get started today in our top five. Juan Soto has been the talk of the town with that $440 million contract that he turned down. Well, talk about him a little bit more after he earned the home run derby crown yesterday over the rookie phenom, uh, Julio Rodriguez. Soto cash in plus 550 odds. If you had that exact matchup, too, against Rodriguez, 18 to 1, you're cashing in on. While Soto was the champ, this event was full of surprises. From Rodriguez taking out favorite and back-to-back defending champ Pete Alonso in the second round, to Albert Pujols upsetting Kyle Schwarber in the first round. Seemed like a very ceremonial moment, but there was a little bit more to it from a counting standpoint as well as we go to number two. The Derby was not without controversy for betters. There were several instances in which a baseball 
ball looked like it was thrown after the buzzer, and those home runs were counted for some hitters. Soto's final long ball included in that, as well as an apparent miscount of totals between Pujols and Schwarber, to which Schwarber lost by one. Did they, didn't they? Mixed reviews in a lot of instances, but people asking for refunds from their respective books all over social media, particularly rough to be that better who placed a $54,000 wager to net 15 on Schwarber to advance and did not come home. The MLB All-Star Game, like I mentioned, is tonight. And while not a lot of people might be super invested in the Midsummer Classic, there's not a whole lot going on either. So let's dive into some numbers. The only game tonight. The American League's won eight straight All-Star Games, 23 and one the last 24 overall. But it's the National League in the favorites role. Though the line has shifted a bit, the opening number minus 120, now minus 115. The total hit the board at eight. Most markets, though, down to seven and a half. On the hill to start, we know it's Clayton Kershaw in his home park for Shane McClanahan. And a reminder, too, if there is a tie in this game, after nine innings, the winner will be determined by a home run derby. Number four in the NBA, could the Wizards be in the Kevin Durant mix? Although it seems like trade talks are quiet at the moment. Sam Amico of Hoops Wire says several sources close to him say Washington could, quote, make a major push. Durant is from the D.C. area, so maybe a destination he'd enjoy. The Nets, though, remain the leader in the clubhouse to retain Durant at DraftKings, minus 150 odds, followed by the Suns, Raptors, and Heat. The Wizards much farther down on the board, 30-1. to 1. And number five to close things out, some NFL injury news regarding Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reporting, despite rehab going well and him not having many setbacks, Dobbins was, quote, no sure thing to be ready for week one, coming back from a significant knee injury last season. Dobbins then tweeted this in response. Okay, I'm tired of being quiet. Come to me for your source rap sheet because I might not even go on pup because of how good my rehab is going. And I'm damn sure going to be ready for week one. Now, it's situations like this that we are grateful to have Dr. Trell Julian on the line, orthopedic surgeon. How are you? Appreciate you taking the time first and foremost doing good stormy how are you great thank you so much and i know being based in the potomac maryland area you're probably very familiar with this dobbins injury situation with an injury like this where it's so complex right it's the acl it's meniscus damage all around the knee how realistic is that week one full go claim sound to you so interesting question so a couple players with acl injuries uh not only dobbins um we've got Jameis winston as well but for Dobbins, um, given his injury and given the fact that this was a year ago, his ACL injury was during the preseason, he looks like a pretty strong go. So a couple of different studies to uh, sort of base our decision on. So one study looked at return of players among receivers and running backs. This is over a 25-year period in the NFL. In general, running backs, they fared better than the wide receivers. Average return was about 12 to 14 months, but there's been a recent trend towards shorter recoveries. Also, we saw that there's a couple predictors of successful return to play. So age under 25 and an offensive player. These were predictors of successful return to play. So how does this really apply to J.K. Dobbins? Well, he's had plenty of time. He's had 12 months. Um, age under 25, check. Offensive player position, check. Running back, check. So I tend to lean on the uh, side of J.K. Dobbins being a full go, ready to go in week one. 
he seemed confident, and I'm sure the Ravens are happy to hear that all those boxes are being checked for him. They did still sign Mike Davis in free agency, got a running back in the draft. Gus Edwards appears to be on track for week one as well, so no need to rush him, but happy to see how confident he is. And you mentioned Jameis Winston. Now, this is a different category, right? He's playing the quarterback position. He went out week eight last season with his ACL injury. We've seen all the videos of him on social media. New Orleans Saints fans very optimistic about what things could look like with him when healthy, but when healthy is kind of the key side of this as well. How is it different maybe for the quarterback position coming back from an ACL and his knee injury? Yeah, definitely, Stormy. So we can look at the same criteria. Offensive player, check. Age under 25. Well, Winston, he's 28, so he's a little bit past that 25-year mark. So the interesting thing about ACL injuries and quarterbacks is we really can't quantify the mental component of playing after this injury. There's this psychological component of stepping up in the pocket, delivering a throw, knowing that you're going to take a hit and you're hoping it's above the waist. The quarterbacks, they deal with that, and they deal with a lot of heavy linemen and lots of traffic around their feet as their eyes are downfield. So many suggest that this psychological component takes about half the season to maybe two-thirds of the season to actually clear this hurdle. So Jameis, he's got a couple things working against him. One was a later injury, later surgery, and also the fact that he's playing that quarterback position, which is far different from a running back position. He did have a pretty decent start to the year, led the Saints to a 5-2 and two start last season, 14-3 to three touchdown to interception ratio. We'll see if he can get over the mental hurdle. He has some weapons there that he can be throwing to as well, and Chris Olave, the rookie, vet receiver Michael Thomas. But Thomas, another player that we haven't really seen healthy in a long time. 2019 AP Offensive Player of the Year, but played just seven games in 2020. Missed all of last year with ankle injuries. What kind of an uphill battle is he facing, or do you think that he'll be good to go? Yeah, interesting. So when handicapping the Saints, or at least looking at the early part of the Saints season, these two players and their injuries, they really need to be considered in parallel because much of their success is really going to be dependent on the other's productivity. So he had surgery to his deltoid ligament and some other ligaments in his ankle. And what we do know is that the deltoid uh, injury data, it's not nearly as robust as what we have for ankle, lateral ankle injuries, as well as ACL injuries. What we do know is that 86% of players, they return to play with most back to full form in about six months. So furthermore, there is no drop off in terms of production on the field before and after surgery. So for Michael Thomas, I think this outlook is very encouraging. I think hitting those prop numbers for receiving yards, catching touchdowns, it may be a more function of how quickly Winston finds his form versus mm -hmm. Thomas. I like the way that you phrase that, too. Their success certainly does go hand-in-hand. -hand. Winston, plus 550 for comeback player of the year. Thomas, 8-1. to one. The Saints win total, 8, and a plus 125 odds to make the playoffs. Um, two guys I wanted to ask you about as well, both coming back from Liz Frank fractures. Khalil Mack, who's getting started with a whole new team with the Chargers. Travis Etienne, who, I mean, basically the same thing. He missed his entire rookie year. New coaching staff coming in. What can you tell us about that type of a foot injury and what it takes to get back from it? Right. So this is one of two grab bag foot fractures that we really need to pay a lot of attention to the severity of the injury. It's called a Liz Frank injury, and it's the same injury that limited Joey Bosa for over 10 weeks in 2018. So this Liz Frank ligament essentially supports the arch of the foot and thus the weight of the body. So whenever a player plants, pushes off, the ligament's coming under stress. 
The typical timeline for recovery is about three to six months, but newer studies show that 90% of NFL players return to form at a mean of 11.1 months after surgery. So what does some of the other data say? Comparing offensive player ratings and defensive player ratings three years preceding and then following the injuries, there's a slight decrease in performance for offensive players that didn't really reach statistical significance. So if we want to spin this forward, what do we expect? Well, for at the end, I expect a full recovery. Um, I think we have to keep an eye on his cutting and change of direction and explosiveness. Mac, he had an injury a little later in the season, so I wouldn't be surprised by sort of a limited pitch count for Khalil Mack and a gradual increase as the season goes on. But full recovery for both these guys. Yeah, and Etienne, uh, a young potential star in the making. Mac, we already know the sky's the limit, a six-time Pro Bowler for him. Sticking with the foot, though, here in the AFC South, Titans get Derrick Henry back. He missed the final nine games of last year's regular season before returning in Tennessee's divisional round loss against the Bengals. But seeing him be able to already come back and be on the football field this past January, are we right to say that he's not going to have any limitations coming into this season? Yeah, I, I think that that was a very encouraging sign. So this was a Jones fracture, which is one that we also see in pro sports. It's a fracture of the base of the fifth metatarsal. It's one of the five long bones in the foot. Prolonged healing and extended timeout is due to poor blood supply to the bone. This is the same injury that kept Kevin Durant out from up to 2014-15, kept Ben Simmons out 2016-17, and Embiid in 2014. So there's not tons of data on these Jones fractures. And what we do know is that return to play under 10.5 weeks leads to poor outcomes, i.e. poor healing and the need for subsequent surgery. Derrick Henry, he came back after 10 weeks. You know, he only managed 62 yards on 20 attempts in the final playoff game. But given the fact that he's had a full offseason to recoup and the fact that he did not require a second surgery to promote healing, I think you can expect a full Derrick Henry in his old self. Excellent. Really appreciate the time, Dr. Julian. You're the best. All right. Take care. We will be checking in with Dr. Trell Julian, by the way, throughout the course of the regular season. Get ready for that. Appreciate the insight as always. And Derrick Henry, a 4-1 to favorite in the comeback player of the year market. Now, when we come back, let's get into a little bit of hoops talk. Nick Whalen of Rotowire is going to be in studio. Kevin Durant, will he stay or will he go? The latest on the KD Kyrie saga and plenty more when we come back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCast designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. We've got CityCast in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Rolling along here on My Guys in the Desert, Stormy Bonantoni with you alongside Nick Whalen, NBA editor at Rotowire, in the flesh, in studio. How are you? I'm doing well. We've done what so many of these hits remotely from my bedroom slash office uh, in Milwaukee, but it is great to be out here. The weather's been awesome. We've been out here for what three or four days now, and 
it's been fantastic. So appreciate you letting me come in studio. Awesome. Yeah. It's funny in this business when you know people like over social media and over right. video, but never in person. So excited to have you here. Yeah. Glad Vegas has been treating you well. What was your score golfing this morning? I know you told me when you walked in, you were up out of the links. I, I don't know if I want to disclose this on, <laughs> on national television, but uh, we'll say it was a gentleman's 85. Okay. Which I, I think I can live with that. I respect it. I re yeah. uh, Trust me, I'm shooting over 100. Yeah, we yeah. don't need to. We, a few extra not balls that we need to air that yeah. out either. But uh, <laughs> let's get into some NBA talk, though, because the story of the summer uh, as of the last few weeks has definitely been the Kevin Durant mm -hmm. saga. And we had a new added wrinkle over the last 24 hours, apparently. Dave McMenamin of ESPN talking on a podcast said that Durant's trade request might not have really been about him wanting to leave Brooklyn as much as wanting Kyrie out of Brooklyn. What do you make of all this? Yeah, well, what a selfless decision by <laughs> Kevin Durant to try to you know facilitate a trade for Kyrie Irving. But no, you're right to call this a saga. I think we're officially in saga territory. And I thought we were going to see a Kevin Durant trade in pretty short order mm -hmm. when that trade request came down. I think it was right around July 1st. And all of a sudden, the Brooklyn Nets are now the betting favorite to be Kevin Durant's next team uh, that he plays his next NBA minute for. And what, two weeks ago? The Phoenix Suns were about minus 200. They're now at plus money. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the, the DeAndre Ayton situation complicates that quite a bit. And you just start to run out of possible destinations. You know, like if Toronto is not willing to put Scotty Barnes on the table, if New Orleans is not willing to part with Brandon Ingram or Zion Williamson, you're just not going to get the kind of package that you feel like you deserve for a player like Kevin Durant. And I think at this point, it makes sense that the Nets are now the favorite. I mean, mm -hmm. he, they are the incumbent. He's on their roster and he's under contract for four more years. So is that the way that you feel things will play out eventually, that the two of them stay or just KD? It does feel like they're a package deal, right? It, it kind of feels like that's how they came to Brooklyn. It's felt like that's how they've handled this entire saga. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think if, if Kyrie leaves uh, via trade, I, I think we see a Durant trade at some point. It depends what kind of timeline we're talking about because Phoenix in particular, that's the team that he wants to go to. I, I think we can all agree on that. With the DeAndre Ayton situation, they're now a little bit handcuffed, at least in the short term. DeAndre Ayton essentially has a temporary no trade clause where he can veto any trade for a year. So if he doesn't want to go to Brooklyn and be the centerpiece of what's going to be a really bad rebuild, he doesn't have to. So I think we eventually see Kevin Durant dealt, certainly before the end mm -hmm. of this four-year contract, but it might not be until January. It might not be until the trade deadline this coming season. Well, and like you mentioned, the Nets, the minus 150 odds on favorite for KD to remain in Brooklyn. And we just keep seeing, I feel like every day it's a different headline about this. Yes. So the Heat are prioritizing trading for KD over trading for Donovan Mitchell. The Wizards right. could make a major push. If, if he did go somewhere, are, are you then assuming that it would be the Suns if he went anywhere? Or who would the next team be on your list? You know, I, th I think it's still the Suns if you're talking long term. If, if we think Durant's going to maybe be dealt before the season, Miami's the other team that could throw his hat into the ring, okay. right? You can, you can build a package around Tyler Hero. They have all of their own draft picks, you know, through the next decade. You can add in pick swaps. You know, if you really want to get aggressive, maybe you think about putting someone like Bam Adebayo on the table. I don't think Miami would do that. I wouldn't do that uh, if I was the Heat. But they're a team that in the past has been really aggressive in these situations. So it's Miami. And then the other team is Toronto. We kind of saw this with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, you know, back in, what was that, 2018. Um, obviously, they didn't have to give up that much for Kawhi. That was a little bit of a different mm -hmm. situation. You're not going to be able to get that kind of bargain again. But it worked once for Toronto, so maybe they try to, you know, catch catch lightning in a bottle <laughs> again with KD. That's what I was going to say. It did right. work. It, it did, did work it, it worked out perfectly. It <laughs> uh, meanwhile, if we go to Lakers country, the mm. <laughs> that report that the Lakers' big three of LeBron, AD, and Russell Rus Westbrook reportedly all got on the phone. Mm. They're having this wonderful conversation where they express their commitment to one another. So romantic. Yeah. But how does that actually play out on the court in your eyes? 
Yeah, I, I read that report and I, I just couldn't help but picture like, what did that call look like? I'm picturing that that scene from Mean Girls, you know, where they're all like cutting between each call and they're all talking behind each other's back while the other person can't hear. Like, do you think they just hashed out everything on a phone call? I, I have no faith. If Russell Westbrook is on this Lakers team, they're not doing anything. And that that's saying a lot because you have the second greatest player of all time in LeBron. You have a player in Anthony Davis who could be a top 10 player in the league when he's healthy. But I think we saw last season, it's not like the Lakers were dominant when those two were healthy. They were still a middling team that couldn't really figure out how to integrate Russell Westbrook. And Russell Westbrook has given us no indication, Stormy, that he is interested in any way in changing his game. And we've, we've seen this play out with other you know former stars as they age into their mid-30s. Uh, it's really, really difficult to kind of break through and, and, and change your style of play. And I, I don't think personally that a phone call uh, in the middle of in July is going to solve anything for this Lakers team unless they can turn Russell Westbrook into Kyrie Irving, into even someone like a Buddy Heald has been mentioned. I don't think you can win an NBA title with Russell Westbrook on your roster uh, in the year 2022-23. It's just not possible. So 11 to 1, not long enough for you to get involved. I, I think you can bet it if you're expecting a trade to happen. You know, I, right. I think we saw that number come down. The Lakers opened at what? They were like 25 to 1. I think it was the the longest odds that a LeBron team has ever had since like 2005, those early Cavs teams. And as soon as the Kyrie Irving situation happened, all of a sudden we saw those odds drop quite a bit. So I think there's an expectation still that Kyrie Irving ends up with the Lakers. And at that point, you know, then you can start to, to imagine, you know, how this could become a really good team. This offseason is definitely fun. There's always something yes. coming up newsworthy. So we'll continue to check back on you with what's going on. But with, since we are in Vegas, since you are in Vegas, mm -hmm. Summer League obviously just wrapped up as well. Trailblazers taking the title. Keegan Murray, your MVP. 11 days, 75 games, mm -hmm. 439 players in action. We had some Rookie of the Year movement as well. What were some of your just biggest takeaways from watching the last couple weeks here? I think one of my biggest takeaways is that virtually all of the top picks looked pretty good, right? I mean, even Jabari Smith, I think there was, it was a little shaky at first, but as he continued to play, you started to see, you know, why he was in contention for that top pick. I mean, Paolo Banquero was so good that the Magic just pulled him after two games. Chet Holmgren, before he even got to Vegas, was playing out in the Utah Summer League. He looked amazing. I think there's a, a lot of reason to be excited about a draft class that frankly had a lot of unknowns coming into the draft. I think Holmgren and Banquero especially have separated themselves, and there's a reason that you'll see them as kind of co-favorites for Rookie of the Year at most books, including the DraftKings Sportsbook, where they're plus 350. Uh, on the other hand, you know, a little bit disappointing that players like Dyson Daniels and Shaden Sharp were injured right away. We, we got to see almost nothing from those guys, especially Shaden Sharp, who is probably the biggest unknown and one of the highest ceiling players in this draft. We were really excited to see uh, you know, him play organized basketball really for the first time in a year and a half. Last time we saw him was in high school, and he gets hurt five minutes in. So... Mm -hmm. We still have no idea if Portland struck gold here or if this is going to be a player who can contribute in year one. And, and you know, Portland goes into this season with so many question marks as they try to rebuild on the fly around Damian Lillard. So you, you mentioned Chet Holgren and Paolo Bancaro, who are two guys that obviously have very, mm -hmm. very high expectations coming into this. Is there anybody that surprised you from a positive standpoint that you didn't expect to necessarily do that? Uh, you know, some of the big guys I, I thought looked pretty good. Jalen Duran uh, out in Detroit. I mean, I, not that anybody had low expectations for Duran, but I think he looks a little more NBA ready right away. I, I think Mark Williams and Charlotte as well, a player who can maybe slide in and, and steal a lot of those minutes uh, from Mason Plumlee. For the most part, I, I think everyone, you know, like I said, acquitted themselves well. I think Keegan Murray, like you mentioned, who is one of the best players in Vegas, not that anybody expected him to, to not play well, but to come out with five straight 20 plus point games to begin summer league, uh, just picking up where he left off, essentially, at Iowa. And I think he looks maybe a little bit more NBA-ready, a, a player who could play 30 minutes a game 
for the Kings in year one than some expected. But of course, we have to say the caveat, it's only summer league. We'll see if it translates. That's what I was going to ask. Can you get a good sense of how that will translate to the next level? I, I think you can with certain players. Um, I mean, Holmgren and Mancaro right away. It's like those guys stand out. You know, you're watching those games on TV, even if you're not paying all that close of attention. You could say, you know, I, you could, it's, it, it's very easy to tell. There's a reason this guy was the number one pick or the number two pick. I think what's a little more scary is when guys just blend in, right? And, and that's what people were saying about Jabari Smith. After his first few games, he was a little passive, you know, kind of operating, uh, just kind of holding, standing in the corner, waiting till the ball was swung to him, not being assertive. Uh, we saw the same thing, and, and it pains my heart to say this as a Wisconsin alum, but Johnny Davis did not look great for the Washington Wizards. The number 10 overall pick shot under 30% from the field, just it looked like he was struggling, like athleticism-wise, didn't really stand out. That's the biggest thing is, is the physicality. You know, if you're supposed to be a top five, top 10 pick, you should stand out mm -hmm. because, you know, top NBA players are not playing in summer league. You're playing against guys who are scratching and clawing to make a roster. And you don't have to knock down every three. You don't have to shoot 50% from the field. But if you don't stand out at all over the course of five or six games, that's a concern. Okay, we've got about a minute before we have to hit the break. But any futures awards markets or title odds that mm -hmm. you like early right now you want to get out there? Man, I wish we had more than a minute, but I will say Chris Finch of the Minnesota Timberwolves at 13 to one to win coach of the year. I, that's probably my favorite single futures bet right now. I think those are great odds. I, I don't really understand why Ime Udoka is the heavy favorite at seven to one coming off of a finals berth. I think it's pretty hard uh, to win an award that's traditionally, you know, the team that makes the biggest year over year improvement. And I think we saw Minnesota have arguably the most aggressive offseason of any team so far. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a believer in the Timberwolves being a title contender. I think they're going to hit the same type of ceiling that the Jazz did with Rudy Gobert, but this is going to be a really, really good regular season team. And if they can approach, you know, 55 wins for a team that hasn't had that kind of success of late, I think a lot of that credit is going to trickle down to Chris Finch. Great insight as always. I'm so pumped to have had you in yes. studio. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Stormy. Johnny Avello, Director of Sportsbook Operations at DK, when we come back. Listen to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bon Antonio on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine. They've helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everybody's timeline is a little bit different. Everyone's on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step forward to change, Zinn will be there for you. Check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling along here, Stormy Bon and Tony with you live from Circa Resort and Casino. Time for a little fade or follow MLB All-Star MVP edition. These three players getting the majority of the betting handle and tickets. Should we fade or follow? What are we doing here today? Let's start with Shohei Otani, plus 390. 19% of the handle, 13% of bets on the two-way superstar who does all the things. Certainly understand why a lot of people would be betting him. He's going to be a very dangerous bat in the middle of the lineup. He's not pitching, though, from what I understand. He wants to start Friday against the Braves. So for a market like this, I'm going to look for more value. Fading Otani. Juan Soto, the second one being most heavily bet at 40 to 1 odds. See, that's value I can get on board with. 14% of the handle, 8% of bets. Um, he could just take one swing of the bat, which we saw in the home run derby was very successful. I, I'm down for a small bet here. I'll follow on Soto. 
And then Aaron Judge, 5 to 1, 10% of handle, 7% of bets. Like this a little bit more than Otani, having a career year to this point. AL MVP favorite, massive bat. If I had to pick one of the top four favorites that were on the board, those shorter shots, Judge is probably where I'm going to place my money. So I would be more likely to follow there. But I mean, all the star power that's about to be on display, lots of really great options down the board. We're going to check in with BJ Cunningham later on in the hour for his MVP pick. But for now, let's keep it behind the proverbial counter as we continue our all-star break conversation. The all-star game coming up today with Johnny Avello, director of sportsbook operations for DraftKings, putting those numbers together on a daily basis. How are you, stranger? Yeah, stranger, I'm good. Thanks. Uh, good to talk to you. It feels like it was like 2021, something like that. It's the last I spoke to you. 2021, is that right? Way too long. I no, miss I miss you no. with all of my heart, though, Johnny. It's only been a couple weeks. It feels like forever, though. Um, like I was talking about with the All-Star game coming up later tonight, from a handle standpoint, very curious just how this stacks up to a typical All-Star event, whether it's NBA, All-Star, NFL, Pro Bowl, what have you. How does Major League Baseball's um, game stand up to those uh, Pro Bowl would be one, Stormy, the NBA second, and then this game, the MLB would be third. That's the way they would. And, they, of course, you know, football kind of rules in all categories. Um, and when you take a Pro Bowl and isolate it on a Sunday afternoon, that writes a lot of business. NBA, a lot of action. Major League Baseball, eh, it'll be fun to watch, but, you know, and the handle will be okay. But it just doesn't top those two. Well, with nothing else really going on right now, I figure there's going to be plenty of people that still want to have skin in the game. The American League has historically dominated this event over the last eight years, and, I mean, really beyond that as well with how many games they've won over the last 25 or so. So is that how it's being bet? They're obviously an underdog here, but curious uh, so far with the money that has come in, how it's looking. That's exactly how it's being bet. Uh, American League on the run line, laying a run and a half. Uh, the over, we actually opened eight. We took our first couple of bets on the under, but now it's all been over. And then uh, on the on the side, it's been the you know the American League on the side, not by a lot, maybe by about a fifty-five to forty-five margin. So uh, they're just following that trend where you know teams won it over the last few years. Just go with who. Go and get you there, right? Yep. Uh, and I mentioned the MVP market right off the top as well. A few that have been more heavily bet. But outside of Juan Soto, any other long shots that have been getting some love? Yeah. Uh, Julio Rodriguez, uh, Devers at 25 to 1. Freddie Freeman, 60 to 1. Uh, Acuna Jr., 20. Those guys all spread out a little bit. But, you know, the two guys taking the most money is Sotani and Judge. Yeah, and I mean, that's what you expect with the way that they've been as dominant as they have throughout the course of the season so far in the first half. We had the home run derby get things off and popping last night. Juan Soto, your winner. Uh, but Rodriguez, who you mentioned right there, had a great opening couple of rounds. But there was also a little bit of drama as well with some throws maybe going after the buzzer, some home runs getting counted or not counted. How challenging are events like this for you as a bookmaker trying to figure out how you want to handle these events, how you want to handle these types of situations? It's got to be tough. It's like an election, and, you know, Congress has their work cut out for them. So do bookmakers when it comes to this. No, it's okay. It's uh, Normally, these guys are pretty clean and get it right. Once in a while, you'll see a, a few errors, but it didn't really come into play, I don't believe, on the final outcome and who the winner should have been. Uh, as far as how... The, 
outcome how we did Stormer. We actually lost on that uh, home run derby last night. There was a lot of Soto takers at six and a half to one yeah, and six. So uh, they took a shot on him and he, he got him there and he looked good early. Yeah, he certainly did. Um, we also had the NBA Summer League wrap up over the weekend. Did you get out to any games, by the way, when you're out here? Uh, did I watch any? Yet? Yeah, did you get out to any? No, I didn't get out to oh. any. I did not. I was kind of traveling a little bit. I think you were too. So I was up in Canada a little bit, up in up in the Northwest. So no, I didn't, I didn't get to see any. Oh, well, I'm jealous that you got to be up north. That sounds like a lot of fun. But from a, a bookmaking standpoint, we talk about results of the Home Run Derby. How are the results for the ultimate winners being the Trailblazers and Keegan Murray for MVP? Yeah, um, actually, the Summer League did pretty good. It, it wrote a fair amount of business, so we're happy with that. Um, you know, the, the King Stormy, you know, we still have made 100 to 1. It's been almost, I think, 20 years. You got to f- go back maybe to find this team with a winning record. Uh, you know, in early 2000s, they got a young team. I, you know, Fox, Halliburton, uh, Sabonis. I think, I think this team can do some damage long term. The Blazers, they're a little bit closer. Um, last year, that was just a bad year, but you know, they got Lillard and McCollum, and that that that's a team that could actually be in the mix. I could see them being in the mix. Sacramento, I could see 500 ball. Absolutely. Uh, We talked last segment a little bit about how you guys at DraftKings have those Kevin Durant odds back up with the Nets being favored to be his team at the start of the season. How have you guys been monitoring this market and monitoring all of the news with KD to get that number back out there? What I want to say is please stop. Uh, This is this is crazy. I mean, uh, (laughs) we got Durant right now going, staying home with the Nets. Maybe because nobody can afford Durant. Uh, so there's a good chance he starts off the season with the Nets. Uh, but Phoenix is the second choice. So right now, the, the Nets are the favorite. I think we're minus 150 for him to stay put. I swear to you, we're on pins and needles every day, just trying to figure out what's going to happen with him. We're waiting on the Deshaun Watson info to come down. Like every day, I'm just waiting for it to happen, but nothing continues to happen. Speaking of NFL, though, while it's on the brain, crazy to think. We are just 16 days away from the first NFL preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, Jaguars-Raiders, Vegas a two-point favorite. Preseason, very much so another one of those strategy, information-based type of events for, for betters and odds makers alike. Do you get much play on those numbers when they come out because of that strategy that probably has to come, that you get that information later? You know, I think there's a little bit of angle to play in preseason football. Um, I, you know, I, I've seen guys that do pretty good in it. I, of course, you'd like to know who the backup quarterback is. That's always a big plus for a team. Uh, coaches that want to win, coaches mm-hmm. that don't care. Uh, so there's a lot of little angles there for preseason football. The limits are a lot less. We, you know, we'll have the the complete first week up, maybe in another week or two. Uh, but right now we're just going to concentrate. We'll get the first game up. We've got every other game up. Uh, so the preseason is the only thing we're missing right now. Well, it'll come sooner rather than later, I'm sure. Um, but like you said, there is, there's interesting things like certain coaches that take the preseason wins and losses more seriously than other quarterback depth. Like you mentioned, certain games that you're going to see starters in the lineup for longer than others. And looking at some of these NFL MVP splits, Something that definitely stood out uh, to producer Steph and I is a name that cracked the top 10 and handled Trey Lance in the MVP market. 50 to one has received the 10th most money to win. 
Why are people high on him with San Francisco? I think it's odds. Mostly he's, you know, 50 to one or so he's with a team that can actually win it. Um, you know, and then when you look at guys like Debo Samuel, I mean, Debo Samuel, uh, he can make an all-star out of me, I think, uh, Stormy. But there's other guys on there. There's Ayuk, uh, there's George Kittle to throw to. So I think he's got a good core of guys to throw to and that can catch the football and the team can win. And he's in a, he's in a pretty good spot. Uh, so, no, nah, nah, there's a lot of other guys certainly above him. You know, mm-hmm. you've got – you got Mahomes and Brady and, you know, Allen, the, the guys who uh, look like they'll have good seasons too. But who knows? You look at a price of 50 to 1, that's what you should always be looking for is that value. Yeah, we'll see if he can make the most of the opportunity. As a San Francisco fan, I'm not sure I'm too keen on it, but we'll see. Uh, thank you so much, Johnny. Great to hear from you, my friend. You too, Stormy. Bye-bye. Johnny Avello, Director of Sportsbook Operations at DraftKings. Now, when we come back here on the program, all things MLB All-Star and second half, BJ Cunningham of the Action Network with his best bets coming up. Which 80-to-1 long shot in the MVP market does he think could be taking home that hardware? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For just $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. Sign up today, and this thing is going to be over soon, so do it fast. You'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB write-ups, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, and NASCAR. We're talking the full VEASAN experience, which features our daily email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and the video live stream whenever you want it. Again, just $19 to become a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. We are wrapping things up here on My Guys in the Desert. Stormy Bond and Tony with you. The MLB All-Star Game from Dodger Stadium getting going tonight, 5 p.m. Pacific time start. And, and I know All-Star Pro Bowl type events feel a little bit daunting to bet. They're not exactly particularly easy, but if you can find value, you can find an edge. Certainly worth having some fun and getting some skin in the game. We are super fortunate to be joined by BJ Cunningham, Action Network staff writer, to help us break down what's to come tonight at BJ Cunningham 22 on Twitter. How's it going, my friend? Thanks for joining us. I'm great. How are you doing? 
Awesome. Thank you so much. Before we get into some of the nitty gritty here, what's your kind of philosophy in general when it comes to the thought process of betting an MLB all-star game? Yeah, so it's obviously a very unpredictable type of game. You know, we have a lot of substitutions. We don't really know who's going to be the next starting pitcher. So it's a very difficult kind of game to project out. But with that being said, you know, I do think there is potentially some value in some areas in this game. So maybe potentially some prop bets. You know, what also makes us hard is that this game doesn't matter anymore. You know, it used to obviously decide who gets home field advantage in the World Series. Well, that doesn't really matter anymore. So managers are making substitutions willy-nilly, just trying to get everybody in the game so everybody can, you know, have some fun. It's the Midsummer Classic. But with that being said, there's a lot of people like myself who like to wager, wager real money on this. So uh, trying to find an edge can be very difficult with this amount of unpredictability. Okay, well, let's get into some of those angles that you have uncovered. The National League is your minus 115 favorite currently. Total down from eight to seven and a half. In the F5, it's a pick em, total four, juice to the under at minus 130. What are some of the approaches that you have to tonight's game? Yeah, so... To take away that type of unpredictability, I'm going to go with the first three innings, which is a prop that I usually don't play. But for this type of scenario, I do think it provides some value. Listen, we know who the starting pitchers are. It's going to be Shane McClanahan for the AL and Clayton Kershaw for the NL. And beyond that, I can reasonably predict, I think, who the next two pitchers are for the NL and who the next two pitchers are for the AL. For the AL, Shohei Otani is not going to pitch in this game. He wants to start on Friday, so he gets out of he's out of the mix. So I can reasonably expect that Alec Manoa and Nestor Cortez are going to be the next two pitchers for the American League. On the National League side, Sandy Alcantara probably should have been the NL starting pitcher for this game, but the fact that it's in Los Angeles, they gave Clayton Kershaw the start. So Sandy's probably going to pitch inning number two, and then it'll probably be Tony Gonsolin or Joe Musgrove. Well, if we take those three pitchers and we look at their, some of their expected metrics, the AL actually has about a .15 run difference between what you know the three starters they have versus the three starters the NL has. And then when we go for the first three innings as well, we don't know the substitutions that they're going to make beyond into the fifth, sixth, seventh inning in terms of hitters, but we can reasonably expect that we know who the starting lineups are. They've already been decided that those guys are going to play for at least the first three innings. So looking at expected weighted on base average, the American League has about a 20-point advantage over the National League in terms of their starters. So you have two edges there for the American League, and I think that provides them a little bit of value here for the first three innings, and then beyond that, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. So American <laughs> League at minus 110 for the first three innings, I do think has some value. I project it at around minus 126, so about 15 cents of value there for me. Love that perspective and finding the edge while you, where you can. Another bet I saw that you got involved in is the highest scoring inning, which I don't even know if a lot of people realize that that's a prop market you can even get involved in. What did you see? Yeah, so I, I like the National League at minus 120, kind of a reverse. I think that this how this game's going to play out is that I do think there's some value on the American League early on. And then when we get later in the game, I think the National League has a pretty significant edge in terms of their bench, bench and their bullpen. Uh, the American League relievers, if you just take their average expected ERA comparatively to just the National League relievers, it's about a half a run difference in favor of the National League. And you have guys like Gregory Soto, Jorge Lopez, uh, Paul Blackburn, Martin Perez, Jordan Romano. These guys are the worst relievers in this game comparatively, no matter what league you're looking at. So a lot of the bench guys for the National League who are are much better than the American League, about a 20 cent difference in terms of weighted on base average, I think there's some blow up potential for the American League in these later innings when they, these bad relievers come into the game. So National League highest scoring inning, I can get it around minus 110, you know, it opened at minus 120, came down a little bit. I think when you have those type of relievers with that type of blow up potential in a low scoring game, 
I think there is some value on the National League to have the highest scoring inning. Okay, so blow a potential interesting thought process, low scoring game, also kind of contradictory, right? As we go back and forth with these, the total is set at seven and a half. And something I found interesting on BetMGM was that 73% of bets are on the over, yet we've seen that number tick down. Okay, so which way are we going to roll with this? The under has typically in these games been the way. 12 and three to the under the last 15 games. Is there potential, you think, for that to be the case tonight? I know you don't have an official play, but just curious thematically how you think it'll go. Yeah, so I project around 7.2 runs for this game. You know, obviously, like you mentioned, the total has come down. If you set the total just at 7.5 over the last 15 All-Star games, the under would still be 10-5. and five. So it's a very, very low-scoring type of game. And it's, you know, you reasonably can expect that because you have some of the best pitchers in the world going for just one inning all out and then you change pitchers and batters can't get a rhythm. So that's why you see such low scoring events for these type of games. So with that in mind, I think there is potentially a lot of value on in terms of MVP bets. I think there's a lot of value on some long shots. One of them I'm looking at is Austin Riley at 80 to one. He's a he's a bench guy for the National League. He's he's only has one other player at his position in Manny Machado. So he's a guy who might get at least two at bats. And I found this interesting over the last 30 years. 25% of the MVPs in the All-Star game have come off the bench at one point. So you get it, like I already mentioned, you're getting up against some of the back-end guys on the bullpen for the American League. If Austin Riley gets a big hit later in the game, and it is a low-scoring type game, he could very easily win the MVP. So at 80, I think is a fantastic price. Yeah, I was going to say, love that value. He's got 27 homers and 61 RBI here at the break. Another name I was thinking about, which uh, might not get many at-bats here, but Corey Seager, 101, former Dodger, back in that building, 22 homers this season. Any thoughts, feels, suggestions? Should I do it? Should I not? I don't know. Any type of long shot like that, I definitely love. Uh, you know, another Dodger that I, I think I, we should obviously mention is Clayton Kershaw. I found this very, very interesting, and this comes from my colleague Sean Zarillo. But oh, there have only been three pitchers that have won the MVP oh, since over the last 30 years. It's been Pedro Martinez in 1999. The game was played in Boston. Mariano Rivera in 2013. It was his last year. The game was played in New York. Shane Bieber in 2019. The game was played in Cleveland. So you have Clayton Kershaw opening up the game against Shohei Otani, Aaron Judge, and Rafael Devers. If he sits them down one, two, three, and this is a low-scoring game, the MVP vote is a fan vote. And then uh, Rob Manfred has the final call on it. So if this is a low-scoring game, they could very easily have the sentimental pick and give it to Clayton Kershaw. I think he is available at a lot of legal books now. You know, his price is varying all around, but anything over 30 to 1, I definitely think is worth a shot for the fans, especially to give a sentimental pick to Clayton Kershaw. And I mean, how can the commissioner not? Uh, put his stamp of approval on that. Really interesting thought process and would love to see that one, two, three go down, like you said, just for the fun of it. Um, any thoughts on the Derby result last night as they got things kicked off? Well, it was uh, interesting as somebody right. who bet Schwarber. Um, that was, uh, you know, you go back and look at it, I think they miscounted a few home runs there. Um, so, uh, you know, the Derby in itself, I don't understand why we don't have you know, technology actually counting these home runs instead of, you know, people in a truck and a camera guy trying to find all of these different balls going out. But, you know, congrats to Juan Soto. I mean, he definitely deserved it. Julio Rodriguez, obviously an electric performance through the first two rounds and then kind of tapered off towards the end. But Juan Soto, obviously a deserving winner. It's frustrating, but at the same token, if we can't get a strike zone back, it's almost to be expected that in a situation like this, we're not going to get it all the way right. Yeah. 
Exactly. So it's annoying, but sometimes it it's like that. Um, in addition to it being the all-star break for the athletes, I think as a better, it's also a nice opportunity to kind of reset and refocus as you look ahead to the second half. As we wrap things up here, just about a minute left, any teams that you are targeting to buy in on on the second half? Yeah, the Braves are definitely a team I'm buying in on to win the World Series. Go back-to-back -back at 9-1. to one. You know, if you look at Fangraph's projections, they have them around plus 650 to win the World Series. Now, obviously, they're probably not going to win the NL East. You know, I'd assume the Mets will probably end up winning that. But even if they get into the wild card, I mean, this team, they're actually, I think, better than they, they were last year when they won the World Series. They add Spencer Strider, who's going to be the National League Rookie of the Year and legitimately one of the best starting pitchers in the NL. You have Charlie Morton, who has been consistent. You have Maddox Freed, who's continued to be dominant. And then you have Kyle Wright, who's taken a big leap forward and become a legit number four starter. So you have Kyle Wright and Spencer Strider basically replacing Huskar and Noah and Ian Anderson from last year. That's a pretty significant upgrade. Also, the Braves bullpen is half a run better in terms of XFIP than they were last year. And then the offense has continued to be just as good without Freddie Freeman. So at a price of nine to one, I think that is a fantastic price. Yeah, on the Braves. And when you get to the playoffs, it's not going to be nine to one. Yep, and they've certainly turned things on lately. Thank you so much. Appreciate the time, BJ. Great connecting with you. Thanks for having me. That's BJ Cunningham. Make sure you give him a follow on Twitter at BJ Cunningham22. Great insight with regards to the All Star game today. That is a wrap for my guys in the desert, Danny Burke and Rush Hour, coming up in just a moment. And check out Follow the Money tomorrow, me and Sean King in the early AM. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.